Hey guys, this is Ankit Kumar Bhagat, and today we are going to the, the chapter 13, that is Freelancer to Entrepreneur: The Jobs Pair Story of Pajama Profit, written by Varun Maya and Abhinav Chikara. The Millennials Guide to a Sustainable Freelance Career. There's nothing wrong with staying small. You can do big things with a small team, said by Jason Fried. At some point in my career, I decided I was doing with freelancing. I was hitting my target so fast that I was making enough in one week to last me months. With that complacency came laziness and I actively avoid taking up new projects. At this point, Karthik and I chose to completely stop freelancing and work on something more meaningful. A full-blown startup. We were still in college at that point but started working on Jobsfair, our recruitment platform. Here's an excerpt from a story I had written on my blog. The story of how we raised funding while still in college, a story that has now been shared millions of times across the web and spent an entire day trending on Yahoo's front page. Part 1. Manipal A year ago, I recollect the incident that started this madness. We were making quite a bit of money off as students dude, mused Karthik. Yeah, let's do something even more challenging. Let's do something big. What problem hasn't been solved yet? Asked Karthik. Let's do hiring man. The biggest competitor in the market is living on borrowed time anyway. Let's dethrone them. Sound good. And that was it. We shut SIZR down the very next day and began planning what Jobspire would like look like a year into the future. I immediately drafted a North Star, a vision document, something I would show to our own employees to inspire them to work here. Karthik and I had been working since the first year of college. We were really good product developers, but that wasn't enough. We needed to hire some more people. I remember there was an incredible rush because we were entering the fourth year of college. Everyone was looking for a placement and TCS, Tata Consultancy Services, was hiring in mass. I needed to outsell the 100 plus other companies appearing on campus to the people I thought I would want to work with. I looked through my contact list and found Sandesh Kini, a quiet person who used to sit on my bench at the back of class. College had closed for the mid-semester holidays and he lived in Bahrain. I asked him if we could Skype. What's up, he said in his usual nonchalant tone. Dude, forget placements and come work with me. I have this startup idea and we think we can revolutionize how work happens across the country. It's ambitious, but it could work. I mean, in. what? Don't you want to ask your parents or take a while to think? Nope, I mean, this is the fastest I've seen anyone commit to something which at that point was a career defining risk. We didn't have the experience we have today and Sundays had absolutely no skills to contribute. Karthik and I used Ruby on Rails and a bunch of other technology. While Sundays was a serious engineer like us, we had no clue how Ruby worked. He had spent his time freelancing as a video designer. But I don't know Ruby or how to do any of this. I will teach you. Sounds good, he said and he signed off. A year ago, most people in this situation would have said, I have X number of job offers. Why should I choose you? But till today, I am impressed by his decision. Sandeesh has transformed into one of the best product developers I know and we meet product developers on a daily basis. Okay, so who is going to sell? I asked. We will need someone to sell. But we are in an engineering college. Sandeesh quipped. I looked through my contact list and found Mohak Jhingra, another quiet kid who I would work with at a student organization called AIESEC. He was my neighbor and we didn't interact much. I walked straight to his house and said, Dude, come work with us. We are going to start up. Hmm? What a start up? I already have a job offer from a new Sigma dude, sorry. Being the nice guy that he is, he apologized and shut the door. Being the not so nice guy that I am, I rang the bell again. Dude, think about it, it's a risk, but it will be fun. 
A few years later, when someone writes a book about this, do you want to be the guy who rejected something as awesome as this? I don't want to put my career on the line. Mu Sigma is a safe bet. Don't delude yourself. There's no such thing as safe. After almost two years of attempting to convince him, he cracked. Okay, speak to my dad. After a quick Skype session with Mohak's father, he was sold. This is the best time to take a risk, said his father. Mohak agreed, but he still wanted to keep his Mu Sigma offer on hand. I said he could, but under the condition that he doesn't tell the rest of the team about it. To me, it meant our team was complete. We had everything we needed to be self-sufficient, and Karthik and I began working on our prototype for the product. With our old projects, we were such a good team that one person would choose to do the design and front end, while the other person would do the back end. Karthik chose the back end, and so I positioned myself on the design front. We needed someone to do the testing, so I spent eight hours every day for almost a week teaching Sandesh how to write tests. To be told he learned much faster than me and put in a degree of effort I once thought was impossible. We slogged away for three months while Mohawk was contacting every HR he could find asking them about their problems. Sandesh wrote the test and Karthik and I wrote the code. We noticed we weren't getting much sleep. We had to attend college from 8 am to 5 pm and then we would work from 7 in the evening to 4 in the morning. I didn't even know when we slept or ate. It was pure adrenaline. Work took a toll on us. Nobody could handle the physical and mental stress, being always on our feet and then sleeping 3 hours a day. Writing jobs fire code a day before my exam, I started to crack. I was starting to feel uneasy, random spell of shortness of breath and a general sense of gloom. So I went to see a doctor. You have a blood pressure of 160 by 100, your resting pulse is 100 and your serum cholesterol stress hormone is 36 nanogram per DL said the doctor. How do you fix it? Go to Goa. Stupid advice, I thought to myself, I don't need a vacation. I have never been more wrong in my life. It's incredibly hard to describe a panic attack. That evening, I felt strange and puked out the pieces of bread that I ate. I suddenly felt very confused about where I was and what I was doing. My hands and feet were trembling and my breathing was fast. Now I'm not an idiot and I know what hyperventilation can do to you. My hands and feet lost so much sensitivity that I wasn't able to clench my face. My entire left side was hurting like hell. I thought I was having a heart attack and the ceiling was blurring fast. Sandesh, Karthik and my flatmate teachers rushed me to a hospital. The heart monitor showed that my heart wa- rate was 160 and rapidly increasing. So this is it. For some reason, I was least bothered about dying. I was a little disappointed that I wasn't able to finish what I started. But I was so dashed, I just closed my eyes. The panic attack subsided in a few hours. What was that? I asked the doctor. That's what happens when you take things too seriously. I woke up the next morning, still feeling completely out of whack. I don't think I can ever function like this. I feared what I felt at that point was permanent. We were still in Manipal, so I took the first flight for home. I stayed at home for about a week. In that time, both my thought process and my mind returned to normal. It felt good to be back. I took the next flight back to Manipal and appeared for my exams. The team got together, this time with a new addition. It was Rashil, a new developer who we had hired. Sandesh had taken up the responsibility to train him. He is now a full-stack developer. It was the best piece of news I would heard in months. I had also been reading a lot to prepare myself for the journey ahead. Sandesh was in the same class, so he started reading a lot as well. We used to get kicked out of the class often for reading books about startups, psychology, marketing, meditation, and everything else under the sun. During this period, we went to an event in Bangalore where we met Anshumani Rudra, who at that point was the head of Tiny Mogul Games, Hike Messengers Game Studio and one of our first mentors. It gave our team a little more exposure. I also made a bold move and hired Prazwal, a friend of mine from Bangalore, 
to come on board as a co-founder it was another easy sell part 2 delhi the seventh semester of college was over everyone had found jobs and we were still building our product guys college is a big time suck i don't want to do the eighth semester i think we should just drop out i proposed kartik adrig while sandesh and mok looked at us with disbelief you are asking us to waste the 3.5 years of effort you think our parents are going to be okay with that yeah i said i knew kartik was with me because we would gain enough experience and confidence to know that college was a waste of time there was a dearth of developers and we were minting money 100 dollar per hour was sizers average billing rate there's got to be some other way out of this said prasil varun game the system how i asked let's find an incubator or a company to work under the eighth semester can either be done in college or as an internship under some other company technically we were doing the most complicated internship ever but we would still need some money to take us under their wing my first instinct was to apply to microsoft accelerator a few weeks later we got a mail saying that while we got into the top 10% of all applicants we neither had the product nor the team to be considered screw that let's to look for others i said optimistically even though we were running out of time as the ceo of the company it was my job to sound optimistic all the time even if i didn't feel optimistic at all we looked around and found a few good ones more came to us and told us there was this great incubator in delhi that one of his friends had worked with when we approached the incubator we made it clear to them that it was this was an internship for us and freed up a lot of time instead of spending hours a day at college while we could have done all of this in college we had to spend 4 hours a day compulsorily in college without internet i knew how to hack into the college internet and gave me unlimited access but we would all be in different classes and it would be hard to coordinate delhi it is guys while rashil and mohit were from delhi and super happy about the decision sandesh was neutral and kartik was visibly upset why delhi dude it's going to be 5 degrees celsius and we don't have any friends here my logical reply to kartik question was a short one yolo prajwal couldn't make it to delhi his college wasn't letting him leave so i had to tell him that he couldn't be a part of this anymore i felt like i let him down i could let the emotion of letting someone go especially a long time friend affect me but i had to stay focused at least for the rest of the team soon off we went to delhi we logged on to housing.com and failed to find a house they were either already booked or the picture cost were misrepresented we ended up testing at we then took a small 3 bhk apartment in mafel heights in shushant lok gurgaon we were paying 25k rent in rent and the four of us rashid kartik shandesh and i were to live together while mohit was to live with his parents in delhi and come to work at 8am every day our apartment office in gurgaon and this is the photo of a makeshift tripod stand a makeshift standing desk the way we worked for for the next 3 months defined so string my back was giving up so we made a makeshift microwave standing desk we used borrowed thermocol to make a video rig to explain the video resume part of our product we were really crunched in march we had a complete product that looked and felt awesome we were stressed and tired but the product was finally completed we decided not to do any pr or marketing let's just tell people i said Mohit brought on our first few companies while the rest of us randomly spoke to people on LinkedIn asking them to use Jobsware. It was amazing to see a few people using the platform. We had 70 signups that month. A year later we had nearly 1000 signups a day. Still spending nothing on marketing. Over 15000 companies, 1500 companies ended up using Jobsware. To counter the stress from working hard and sleeping so little, we played all sorts of indoor games from Pictionary to a weird version of indoor badminton. We just sitting and telling each other our fears and goals in life. 
we were becoming family as we grew we met investors we couldn't keep burning the money we had made from sizedar the first investor i met ran a famous media company i traveled nearly 4 hours to reach his place and i didn't have any clue on how valuation economics work what valuation are you looking at he asked slowly sipping a cup of tea i am not sure i said thinking at the back of my mind that i would have to go to quera and check out what that means i don't want to invest cash in you at least not entirely i was upset we worked so hard and here's an investor telling us he is not going to invest us after anshu money our mentor's advice i read a lot about angel investing deal metrics in india etc this was not before i embarrassed myself in front of several other investors we were preparing for another pitch event in my experience these are useless no deal happens on stage when nikunj jain and a few other investor happened to interview me on skype nikunj absolutely loved the product yes i will invest he said his confidence helped us through a particular rough patch we were having the minute he said he would put in some cash the team suddenly stood up and kicked fifth gear again we haven't slowed down since that day part 3 bangalore at this point we took a call and moved to bangalore the weather in delhi was horrible and we realized that we are still young and needed friends nobody in the team had gone out of the house for 4 months isolation can drive you insane we made the switch to a place where we had friends and where the weather was calmer i wasn't a believer in things like weather or environment affecting people but here i was wrong yet again it was at around this point when we met ravi srivastava from purvi capital initially ravi had committed 3 lakh and wanted to take on a mentorship role but we were really pushing the traction and we saw incredible growth spurts ravi was raising a fund at that point and he asked me if he would like to be a part of his portfolio i was an expert on deal metrics by then but i didn't even think about the valuation i had realized that angel deals are not about the percentage you dilute or the valuation of the company it's about the people you would like to work with we thought ravi and nikunj were awesome self driven people and who thought like us so we said yes we got a pretty good multi million dollar valuation at the end of it all although towards the end a lot of investors saw us as a good deal and everybody wanted to jump in and put in cash we were very oversubscribed and had to make decision on who to remove from the round a time sheet from 1.7 crores came through and while the paperwork took some time we finally managed to raise a round and make sure we have amazing people involved we want on to hire over 20 new people ex amazon ex twitter and ex zomato employees including people much older than us and rented a decent office space in olsur that we were did ourselves to reflect our culture back in the old days we even rehired some of the people who we had to let go the most impressive fact at that point we didn't even have our degrees business can fail at any time there are just too many variables some out of our control and some in your control for us this was never about the business it was about family and sticking together through shyness failure and success so why did i take us on a trip down memory lane to tell you what freelancing really helped me do take the plunge into starting up and play on the grand set stage of them all the funded startup game but this isn't the only progression from being a freelancer the other alternative building a smaller product startup over the last few years i have come to realize that there's another natural progression to freelancing building and scaling a product the math is simple if you build something customer will pay 10 dollar for for every month at 100 customers that's an incoming monthly revenue of 1000 dollar if you scale up to 10000 customers you are suddenly making 1 lakh dollars a month product success formula charge something for a simple product sell it to into sell it to enough customers people in the startup world tend to overcomplicate the above math they throw in buzzwords like valuations innovation premium and thought leadership 
but in essence the formula is simple you sell more of something than is requiring to sustain you and the people that work with you buffer and 37 signals are great examples of companies that follow that simple formula and do it very well passive income completely removes the need for you to work and according to me employees at companies like buffer and basecamp have the best quality of life compared to the crash and burn lifestyle of almost every vc funded startup you can't do it alone whether it's funded startup or a small business you will need a team my argument to running a company over personal freelancing has been simple you need someone to take the load of you there are times as a freelancer where you will be sick or handling too much this is where a team will help you every digital business today requires at bare minimum just one person from each pajama category everything else can be outsourced here's what you will need a product developer to lead the product a ui ux designer to figure out design and interaction you can sometimes eliminate the need for a designer by using commercially available templates and themes a back end developer a website designer also called a front end developer sometimes a freelancer can be both a back end and front end developer also call a full stack developer a marketing person to do your digital marketing a sales person to scrap leads and send email sequences an outsourced legal and ca consultant with this team you could build almost any software as a service tool out there right now a saas tool is generally a software tool that is based on the cloud so that nobody needs to download yet provide some value to a customer such that he or she pays some money for every month in recurring monthly payments you need to come up with a great idea to build but with enough experience we are confident you can build great products that can massive income however you should be prepared for the possibility of your first few products failing most freelancers end up building small remote teams and work on such tools i have yet to meet a freelancer who has worked more than 4 years in his field and not started something of their own the backbone and safety net that freelance gives you allows you to take some risk and if it works out could make you sweet passive income thank you for reading this book to receive free updates and resources join the pajama profit community at pajamaprofit.com thank you about the authors varun is a computer science engineer from manipal institute of technology who raised funding in india at the age of 20 for the recruitment platform jobspire since then he has hired over 200 people and now runs the 40 men avalon labs a profitable holding company that's owned multiple businesses and dabbles in edge technology like artificial reality blockchain and ai avinav is a ui ux designer with a degree in computer science from manipal institute of technology starting out as a freelancer he has worked with over 60 tech startups in india and silicon valley and avinav currently leads ui ux design at an academy a like minded startup in bangalore thank you this is guys